0: Hey there, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Evoke Greatness. This podcast was created for those of you who, like me, are driven by their curious nature and fascination with the champion mindset. If you have an insatiable hunger for growth and knowledge, or maybe you're just curious on how some of the most successful people have navigated their journey, we share the ups and the downs, the highs and the lows, and all the lessons learned along the way. It doesn't matter what chapter you are on in your story. Maybe you're just getting started, or heck, maybe you're halfway through. What I know is where intention goes, energy flows. It's my most sincere hope that you will hear something in one or maybe many of these episodes that resonates with you and reminds you that you are not in this alone. As we venture into year two, I hope that you find a sense of connection and community when you're here, because we all deserve a place where we belong. My name is Sunny, and I am so glad you're here. If you're new, there's a few things you want to know about me. I am a huge book nerd and a wee bit of a control enthusiast with an obsession for motivational coffee cups. I believe that a rising tide raises all ships, and I invite you along in this journey to evoke greatness. My last episode with Pete Duran closed out the year mark since starting this podcast. Guys, what a dynamite guest to help me wrap up that first year. As I think about venturing into the second year, this last year has been so full of reflection and, and going over what I've learned. I started this podcast with the intention of sharing my journey and the journey of others, the peaks and the valleys and the failures and the wins. I created this because I spent the first 35 years of my life in a state of fear, fear of failing, a fear of other people's opinions, a fear of looking stupid, good Lord, the list could go on for days probably. But just because I did the work to move out of that space doesn't mean it doesn't still rear its ugly head every once in a while, especially when you're doing big things. I mustered up enough courage to release that very first episode when this whole idea was just a hobby. This was something that I would do in my spare time, and and if you could see me, I'm doing air quotes, of being the chief operating officer for a national hospice company. I could not be more grateful for those of you who have been on this journey with me, whether it's been all year long, or maybe this is your first or second episode. But I want to say thank you, and I have so much gratitude for getting to where I am today venturing into year two. So let's get started. Welcome back to episode 30 of Evoke Greatness. I was just listening to a podcast by Jasmine Starr uh, yesterday morning, talking about curiosity and freeing yourself to exploration and new ideas. And she and her husband were talking about how they try to be intentional around not constantly filling their mind with something, right? We get so focused on taking in information, be it a podcast, a book, a video. We are always seemingly scrolling or listening or consuming. And we rarely take the time to sit with our own thoughts. I was on a four-mile hike yesterday and listening to that podcast, and it gave me, I guess, maybe the permission to shut it off and let my mind get quiet. All of this got me thinking about how I've been digesting this amazing event that I went to over the weekend, Powerhouse Women. And what I came out of that with was the fact that I wasn't as crystal clear on the vision for my business as I need to be. Look, Evoke Greatness is still unfolding. It's still a creative idea that continues to unveil itself, becoming refined and evolving. In that, I had the initial idea to do executive consulting, coaching, speaking. And as I wrote that down this weekend mid-event to talk about who I would be a year from today, to look into the future and cast that vision, I... I felt like maybe I had to play it safe and stay relevant. And I kept going back to that word consultant and consulting. And it made it, maybe I thought or hoped it would make it sound more professional. Um, But if I'm looking to stay in alignment with what my true and authentic self is, I'm building this business at the intersection of what I'm really good at and what I'm passionate about. And that is, that's really coaching. I, I even shudder a little bit to record this because there's this little tinge in me that says, what if you don't do that? What if you don't use that word? What if you don't frame it in this way? How will people view it? And the truth of the matter is, I know what I'm really good at and what I'm passionate about, and that is coaching. But that's all-encompassing for coaching businesses and people and teams and cultures. And if I can impart my experience and wisdom on an organization or an influential leader, regardless of title or no title, then I can help move the dial to get the outcomes they desire. And so for whatever reason, that like consulting word was just a little sticky with me. And so maybe that comes down to tweaking the word. But I wanted to share how I'm trying to get more clear. I'm working. I'm striving to get more clear and refining my vision. By getting the words aligned with what I truly hope to create. And if they're not aligned, then I need to make a change. My deepest desire is to help people meet or exceed their goals, to touch and taste and grab a hold of their crazy big dreams. Remember, where intention goes, energy flows. But when you call out the emotions of fear or whatever you're feeling, and give words for what they are, you disarm that power that they hold over you. Paying attention to what you give power to is one of the most important things you could ever do. It could very well determine the course or trajectory of your life, or your relationship, or your mental and emotional health and well-being. I would not have been able to come to this place mentally and put words to it had I not shut off the noise had I not shut out the thoughts and the content and the things that I'm constantly filling my mind with, as I did on my hike, hike yesterday. We get so used to filling our minds and our time with something, anything. And it it really seems to be like the societal shift made to humankind as a result of our chronic device usage. And I really went deeper and, and, as folks are referring to, I, we used to talk about unpacking things. Now they're talking about double-clicking on things. Whatever, whatever trendy word you want to use, right? Get a little deeper on it. Maybe, maybe it's because we're uncomfortable with the silence. Maybe it's because it scares us a little bit to sit down with our own minds in our own selves as to what may come out. Maybe it's addressing the things that you haven't addressed because of your constant consumption. What happens if you constantly pour into a vase, right? Take the flowers out, set the vase down, start pouring water into it. It's eventually going to overflow. That original water will no longer, at some point, will no longer even be a part of what's in the vase. It it will be completely diluted. And so if that's you, I encourage you to make the conscious effort to shut your phone off, to shut your laptop down, to close out all of your elect- uh, all of your open tabs, whether that's electronically, physically, emotionally, psychologically, take the time to explore the quietness of your own mind. You may be really surprised at what you find. And I hate to say this, but that doesn't even mean it's going to be a good surprise. It can be a really challenging surprise. Maybe it's that you find that you're really not all that content or satisfied with with who you are or where you are in life, with who your circle is, with your partner, with your job. And the beautiful thing about it is all of those things, they're a choice we have to remember that we are actually the ones that exercise choice in our own lives and if we can show up in that way where we take ownership that's where things can change if you make the choice to stand in the background and live a life that choices are made for you then you have to own that as well right it's it's it can be hard either way but choose your hard but I want you to imagine something. Take a minute and close your eyes. What if three months from now, six six months from now, a year from now, you are a completely different person in a way that excites you? What if you made incredible progress, not with status, but, but by way of emotional and mental health? by way of being surrounded with a tribe of your people, people who support you, a partner who has your back and you have theirs, guys, and a life that makes you smile, not because it's easy, not because it's without challenge or hardship, but because you busted your butt to achieve it because you worked really hard and did the work to get there. What if, what if your future self looks back on you with their hand over their heart and says, thank you. Thank you for doing the really hard work to get here. Thank you for unpacking the hardships and the emotional and mental and psychological baggage that you had brought into your life. Thank you for working so hard to become me. And I'm proud of you. Maybe you've never had somebody say they're proud of you. Maybe you've never felt worthy. Maybe you've never felt enough. Maybe you have lived a life full of fears and excuses and quitting when things became too much. I know, I know for an absolute fact that this is going to resonate with someone out there today. If that is you, it's been something that you've been needing to hear. Mark the date down. Mark today's date down, whatever day you're listening to this, as the day you decided to take back the power of your life, to close out that previous chapter as lessons learned and begin authoring your next chapter. In the way that you needed to hear this to begin your next iteration, the next version of your life, someone is desperately waiting to hear your story because they feel like no one else is experiencing what they're experiencing. And if we all take ownership over that next chapter, authoring it in a way that is authentic and true to us, and then we share the story in the process not leaving out the failures, the black eyes, the bloody knees, and the absolute freaking heartbreak. Maybe, just maybe, this world would become one where when you see somebody stumble, you actually stop. We take our earbuds out, we shut off our phone, we close our laptop, and we extend our hand out. We give them space to honor what they're in and and how they feel with empathy, with kindness and compassion, and we help them keep going. Let them know you've got this. We share the ugly, hard stories and lessons we've learned along the way, and in that we also need more accountability and responsibility for our actions and our outcomes. Maybe this episode today gave you some of that. The most important thing is to do something about it. And when you're able to, share your story. If you haven't heard it before, it's something I always say. A rising tide raises all ships. And I invite you along in this journey to evoke greatness. Thank you so much for listening and for being here. I hope you'll stick around. If you liked this episode, please take a minute and rate and review the podcast or share it with someone who you know may need to hear this message. I love to hear from you all. And I want you to know that you can leave me a voicemail directly. If you go to my website, evokegreatness.com, and go to the Contact Me tab, you'll just hit that big old orange button and record your message. I love the feedback and comments that I've been getting, so please keep them coming. I'll leave you with the wise words of Dwayne Johnson. Success is not always about greatness. It's about consistency. Consistent hard work leads to success. Greatness will come.